sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Welcome back, everybody, here on the early line, hour number two, giving you the edge on SportsGrid. But we have big breaking news literally in the last five or ten minutes. Honestly, Kev, the entire AFC is compromised. You know, we were doing like division match or division odds in the AFC. Think about this now. Um, The Patriots compromise as we've just learned stefan gilmore testing positive for covid19 along with their starting quarterback cam newton right now right who'd they play a mere 36 hours ago the kansas city chiefs the favorites in the afc in the afc west we're gonna have to keep an eye on their testing procedure already the tennessee titans and the pittsburgh steelers have had their games moved around those were two undefeated contenders in the afc you are now also saying Kev, that the Tennessee Titans, unfortunately, today, after we thought they may have been trending in the right direction, have another positive test today in Tennessee. That has to mean they close their facilities again. That has Mm -hmm. to put their week five matchup against another AFC contender in the Buffalo Bills on, you know, on ice, potentially, up in the air. And this is why, Kev, I told you a long time ago when this happened with Tennessee-Pittsburgh that instead of trying to shoehorn it in and do a little wiggle room, they needed to get ahead of it and already start to actualize any plan for Week 18. Their moving and shaking would have worked if they could have all done it in the buys, but that sort of implicitly assumed that this was only going to happen once or twice and we get past it. This is now starting to snowball. Ironic. Fall second wave flu season and all of a sudden we're starting to see more positives but the news right now cornerback stefan gilmore of the new england patriots and all pro for them on the defensive side of the ball has tested positive they knew about it tuesday and that is right after they played in kansas city on monday night and we are reporting the tennessee titans are not getting back-to-back days of negatives because they have another I don't know, Kev, if it's a player or a coach, but someone in their organization has also tested positive again today. Uh, Where do we go from here, Kev? So we'll start on the Patriots side. The first thing you have to think about is the fact that they just played the Chiefs on Monday. You would think this means they didn't clear the incubation window, and now we'll have to wait to see what happens with the Kansas City Chiefs. Though... We take a look at what happened with the Tennessee Titans, who we'll talk about. Clear outbreak for that organization. And the Vikings were Vikings, no positives. So I don't think this ultimately means that there's a guarantee we see positives on the Chiefs' side of it. One might even go as far to argue that positives for the Chiefs doesn't necessarily link back to the Pat side of things because the Chiefs did have a practice. Jordan Tomo. Yeah. Exactly. Who had tested positive as well. What's one of the more interesting things that's happened in this season is the fact that the Atlanta Falcons, before they played the Chicago Bears in Week 3, on that Sunday had a positive test for rookie corner A.J. Terrell, put him on the COVID-19 slash reserve list, played the game, both teams, without a hiccup. So they're right now... But Terrell was then isolated, right? 
The Patriots yeah. got on two different planes and flew still. Because sometimes, like you say, this incubation period, were they sure they should have done that? You know, like, did they not fully go through the process of what they should have done to have this quote unquote all clear? Like, and I told you this from the beginning, it felt to me, right? Like they were trying to not necessarily force it, but start from the position of how do we get it in as part of week four, as opposed to let's see what the information tells us to do. I, I, I don't know, but it's weird that now still in this normal incubation period, we are seeing another positive. I mean, we saw Cam Newton on Saturday. We're five days later. That is directly still in that window. I wonder if the Chiefs should have flown to Kansas City at all for week four. But this is where now, with the A.J. Terrell situation, is did that potentially mess them up? Maybe. Maybe as we welcome in our radio audience, you know, across the country here, especially even on the mightier 1090 out there on the West Coast, we have breaking news that we're talking about here on the early line. Stefan Gilmore has tested positive for COVID-19 on the Patriots. Remember, Cam Newton had tested positive. We were aware of that over the weekend. Then it seemed like the Patriots cleared uh, with the testing. They flew to Kansas City and played the Chiefs on Monday. Talk to me then what do you think about this Tennessee situation, Kev? Mm -hmm. Because they now have another positive, and because of the you know previous week, right, where there was a an outbreak, for lack of a better term, like this game with Buffalo, which quite frankly was a game of undefeated AFC teams. I I, I struggle to see if it will go on as scheduled now. Yeah, I don't think it's looking good for that. The Bills do have a Week 15 matchup in Denver that maybe those teams come together to play that now. Look, I'm not sure here. I mean, because ultimately, I don't think there's a cut-and-dry answer about a Week 18. Because one thing that we're seeing with the Tennessee Titans is it very well could compromise multiple weeks. And I now need yeah. Week 18 and Week 19. What is this going to mean? For Even the more, England? though, Kevin, to the point of not try so trying to do it in that way instead of still trying to do it with the wiggle room of buys that you have. I think you have but to accept it at some point and go. You know. Yeah, but but if you but that but so now we're up to week nineteen, right? It's so it's it's not cut and dry. You can't just keep slapping extra weeks on for one team. Like it it, it does like you. It's not easy, is what I'm trying to say in yeah, that regard. I hear you. And remember, the Cardinals got into the playoffs, didn't play a full 60 games. Could the Titans finish 9-6 and six and get into the playoffs? We may have to consider that as well. We'll come back with this and more football news when we come back right here on The Early Line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back here, everybody, on the early line, giving you the edge on Sports Grid. Dane Martinez and the candle burner, Kevin Walsh. And we have breaking news for you. And it is the kind of breaking news that I did not want to report in the NFL. We have another big-time player, big-time team that has tested positive for COVID-19. Patriots star 
star cornerback, Stefan Gilmore, has tested positive for coronavirus. And as Kevin is saying, the test happened maybe yesterday and they were still holding out hope that it was one of those false positives. It does not seem like that is the case. Now, remember, and we cannot necessarily connect these dots, okay? That is, of course, the nature of the virus. We see that everywhere in the sports world, in the government world. We can't necessarily connect the dots. But I do remember that Patriots quarterback Cam Newton tested positive over the weekend. And now four days later, we are seeing all-pro cornerback Stefan Gilmore. We're seeing that the Patriots are shutting down their team facility. But remember, they traveled and played the Chiefs. Um, on that Monday night football game that was moved already originally because of COVID-19 tests. And they are slated in five days or four days from now to host the Denver Broncos with a team facility shut down right now. And, and my concern, I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one on TV. But you can see that one becomes three becomes 10 very quickly. We saw it with Miami. We saw it with St. Louis. We saw it with Tennessee. And now the Patriots have to be on edge as well for a potential COVID outbreak among their organization. It is worth mentioning that Diana Rossini also reporting that this morning, all of the Kansas City Chiefs tests come back negative. So at least a bit of good news that on is that good. front. I do want to kind of clarify what I was saying before with the A.J. Terrell situation in Atlanta in terms of did it mess them up. And by them, I mean the NFL. Did the NFL see A.J. Terrell's situation and then think they can just move forward if the rest of the tests are negative and play on? I don't know. That's the nature of this pandemic. That's the nature of this disease. Even still to this point, October We still don't feel like we know a lot. And for the Pats, I don't know how you felt about it, Dane, but when they went out there to play that game, I was like, yeah, I get it. I mean, it seems as if they're okay. There's a bunch of other negatives. Like, everything else is negative. I would think that they would know who was and who wasn't in contact with Cam Newton. And you look at the A.J. Terrell situation. You know, there. By the way, like Cam isn't the first guy that popped up on the COVID-19 list, nor is AJ Terrell. So this is very clearly not a cut and dry thing. There's not been, you know, Titans-esque outbreaks throughout the league. That's why the Titans one stands out in the way that it does here. So for the New England Patriots, if we get to Friday and the only positive that we see is Gilmore, Cam, and then Bill Murray, who is a reserve defensive tackle for this team. Are we all systems go? We don't have a cut and dry time frame even to be waiting from positive one to when we can play our next game. So unfortunately, Kev, I think I disagree with you. I think we do have a time horizon. We hear it from the CDC all the time. Unfortunately, it's a time horizon that doesn't fit well with the NFL. Because don't we hear like the quarantine for 10 days? Don't we hear that you're supposed to, if you got in contact, just be in quarantine 7, 10, 14 days? And unfortunately, if you follow that, what it would mean is that as soon as you get one, it nullifies the game on the horizon 
that week for the teams. And I don't think the NFL wants to do that. I think what you said with A.J. Terrell, unfortunately, maybe it lulled them into a false sense of security that when you say other players are all clear, they can go with confidence. And what I'm saying is the nature of this disease, I'm not a doctor, but what mm -hmm. we have seen is that you can test negative, 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 and then be positive, right? So the idea of the all clear like that they got because of what two or three days right like that maybe is 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 a mistake we are seeing people test negative for this disease days 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 and then test positive it's like they gave them the all clear and i don't know if they ever should have gotten that if they really followed what it should have been and maybe the fact that they got off or got lucky with aj terrell and the falcons lulls them into a false sense of security i and it's great that the Chiefs have no negative tests right mm -hmm. now. But I have I am not willing to say that that means that come, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like we're not out of the woods just yet, and then game day will arrive, you know. So the Chiefs are in the same position the Vikings were in last week, right? What does this mean for the Titans? Because they had negative tests, right, for a day or maybe even two. Mm -hmm. And now they've got another one. So it's almost like false trust if you get a day or two of negative, and we are seeing that all across this fair land. Well, that's my so, so. So let me clarify here. I don't mean to say that we don't know about COVID protocols. We don't know about okay. the NFL's protocols of what okay. they want the exact time frame to be, and that's clearly true, right? But also, and where I I think you know I, I stand firm, but this is kind of not really a debatable point of we don't know and still aspects of the disease. How the Minnesota Vikings are entirely negative is almost mind-blowing to me in the fact that the Titans are having this clear outbreak and the Vikings are completely negative. And that's clearly something that throws people off and trying to find definitive answers as to what's supposed to happen here, right? Like, that's we can't look at the Chiefs and be like, one, they're definitely going to have more positives. And honestly, we can't even look at the Chiefs and if they have more positives, say it came from the Pats. Because of the yeah. Jordan Tamu situation, right? Yeah. But let me make this point. Is the one thing when you and I had, I mean, we were doing these shows and we would almost exclusively just try and put, you know, Roger Goodell's hat on or Rob Manfred's hat or Adam Silver and be like, what do you do if, what do you do if? Yeah. And the one thing that consistently I said is the NFL was always in the toughest spot is they don't play doubleheaders. It's right. one game a week. So you lose right. one game, it gets tough. And let's now bring this back to the Tennessee Titans side of this thing. Right. Okay, You have one bye, not two, one. That bye now is used. They've rescheduled the game. They've had their week off. If they don't play against the Bills this week, it means either week 18, monster change, or... The one thing that you just brought up, they don't play 16 games. I don't even know which one is a bigger change. Probably lean week 18. Doesn't really matter. But this is why this for the NFL is so difficult. And why, Dane, it's fair to call into question their priority when it comes right. to executing a game. Because yep. it is very difficult to make these up on the back end 
because of the nature of how the NFL operates their schedule. No, I agree with you. Remember about a week and a half ago when we were looking at the chaos in the National League for playoff spots, right? Yeah. Can you imagine if uh, in week 17, right, and we're talking about the Titans, the Bills, the Patriots, these are three teams we expect to be potentially the Chiefs, right? We, the, the Steelers, like we don't know what the ripple effect will be on this. And right now it is catching a lot of AFC contenders. Can you imagine a, a game after week 17, Tennessee versus Buffalo and what might be on the line in the AFC with that game happening after the rest of the teams in the AFC have played 16 regular season games? Or do they break out that winning percentage idea? Could we have a 10 and 5 Bills team, a 9 and 6 Titans team? All these things are on the horizon, but I think the first priority is what you discussed about going through the protocol and if there needs to be a longer runway to be sure that we can have an all clear. I'd be interested to see the NFL policy and if they adjust it based on not only Gilmore, but on the Titans having negative tests and then back to positive tests after a day. That's another thing that proves that you may have to change your protocol. We will talk about this more, but when we come back, we've got the Sports Grid news update. We gotta give you some love about what's happening in golf this week. And we bring in our guy, the raging redhead Cam Stewart, who's gonna talk to us about golf, but I'm sure has some thoughts about this as well. We will be right back on a jam-packed hour number two of the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bryson DeChambeau is the odds-on favorite to win the Shriners at 7-1, and it is completely warranted. This will be his first start since victorious at the U.S. Open in a way that many thought you weren't able to do it, which is hit it as far as possible, miss a lot of fairways, and still find a path to victory, and it was a great victory, a six-shot victory over Matthew Wolf to crown uh, himself the U.S. Open champion and earn his first major title. Well, now he's going to go back to TPC Summerlin, and this is really where the infamous body transformation started. This is where he said he was going to bulk up. He was going to try to hit it as far as possible, and it's noteworthy that TPC Summerlin allows you to just bomb and gouge all over the place. You do not have to be accurate off the tee. You can uh, hit it out of the rough because there's not much rough out there, and the rough that you do find is not very penal. And it makes sense because Bryson DeChambeau has found success here. He's won this event two years ago. He has three consecutive top 10 finishes, and now his skill set that we have seen him display over the last year or so we've never even seen the new bryson at tpc summerlin a place that he's already had great success so when you add all that up and you look at it and you say okay bryson dechambeau at seven to one to win this golf tournament that is probably reasonable i don't like the super short guys but uh it's hard to argue that he is 
either not the favorite or he should not be 7-1 to to win this golf tournament. His chances are as good as anybody's to be raising the trophy come Sunday evening in Las Vegas. Welcome back, everybody, right here onto the early line, giving you the edge on Sports Grid, including our radio audience from around the country, the mightier 1090 out there on the West Coast. Thanks for waking up early with us. We are going to bring in our guy, Cam Stewart. We got to talk about golf, but we have to report again. Diana Rossini is now saying not only a member of the Patriots, not only another member of or two of the Tennessee Titans, but a player on the Las Vegas Raiders has also tested positive for COVID-19. We are going, this is going to be the story of week five of the NFL season. There are so many layers, there are so many threads, and we will talk about it. Let's, however, now bring in our guy, Cam Stewart, because listen, Cam, we got golf. We got value, all right? And you just heard our guy Rick on Betting on Demand say that DeChambeau is a worthy favorite in this event. Our friends at FanDuel have DeChambeau at 8-1 to one for the Shiners Hospital Open, and it was talking about how the rough isn't that bad, right? So he can bang it 360 and then, you know, pitch it onto the green if the rough ain't that bad. What do you think about DeChambeau this week, Cam? Oh, DeChambeau is obviously the clear choice, guys. But uh, yeah, yeah, and, and Rick said it: seven to one on FanDuel, you're getting eight to one. Here's the only question: why you don't go to the bank and take out a loan? This guy's coming off a U.S. Open win. I don't know what he's doing. Is he is he still in the weight room? Is he is he hanging out with people? Right. He doesn't seem mm-hmm. like the type of guy to you know. Hey, guys, let's have a kegger at my place and uh, you know get absolutely wild. But I will say this: there's a couple other guys too. DeChambeau. The price is nice, but you guys know me. I go a little bit deeper. I still like some chalk in this tournament, but you also have to remember something. Our old boy, Colin Morikawa, friend of the program. We've taken him before he got hot. Uh, He is from Las Vegas. This is a home game for him. What happened at the PGA Championship when it was a home game? When he went to the University of California, he won a major. Let's remember that. So this guy likes, he, he knows the course very well. Also, Patrick Cantlay. You want to talk about a guy that has results here, even though he's not in good form? Nah. Na beat Cantlay in a playoff in 2019. DeChambeau beat Cantlay in 2018, as Rick mentioned, to win. And in 2017, Cantlay won a playoff against Alex Cheka and Kim. So I will say this. This guy has won or come second in the tournament three straight years. And I'll tell you, when you're not in good form and you come to a familiar place, home cooking, it could get you right back in the mix. And he's 18 to 1. So those are a couple of guys. Morikawa at 16 and 18. I'm, I'm going to see what I'm going to do with Bryson DeChambeau. Here's the thing, guys. And you guys know golf betting. A great way to attack DeChambeau is not to bet him off the top. Maybe he's four or five back, and then you can get him mm-hmm. at 12 or 13 to 1, 16 to 1, something like that, and he can make his run over the weekend. If he does well in round one, so be it. It's 8 to 1. But at those odds, I think there's a couple other guys. And this is the thing about the silly season, too. There's a lot of guys playing every week, and I've been on track of this stuff. Even though NFL's on, I still watch golf tournaments. We got really close. A lot of our guys, not our friend Chris Ventra at the network, but Chris Ventura, <laughs> golf detective. <laughs> very, go. very, very close. He's been getting there. Tyler McCumber, I had him at 150 to 1, another top five last week. So, guys, we've had, they've been knocking on the door. They're not there yet. But Vegas golf, Exactly what Rick said. It's easier golf. You can just smash it. And a lot of these guys, the putter's going to be the true winner. Anybody who can find rhythm in putting will be a contender this week. So I like, Ken, where you start, though, kind of trying to figure out Bryson's mindset coming in here. 
Because mm-hmm. obviously there's a clear gap in price. Eight to one, the next closest guy is doubled up with Morikawa yep. at 16. And you look at it here, he's really, and I, I, you know, with all respect to Morikawa, in terms of heavy hitters, big names at the top of the board, no DJ, no Rom, no Rory. Yep. Are you surprised to see him here at the Shriners? And is the fact that he's here kind of give you that, okay, he's clearly on a mission right now, and he wants to stay hot? It's an excellent point. Yeah, sometimes, you know, guys, they'll take some time off, but it's a familiar place for him. And Rick brought up a great point. Uh, It's actually hilarious. One of my good buddies, Brian Blessing, who uh, I do uh, other uh, hockey betting shows and stuff with, uh, talked to Bryson DeChambeau. The course is basically in his backyard. He lives in Summerlin uh, there, and uh, this is where Bryson DeChambeau changed. He made a decision afterwards in that tournament to to, to get bigger. It worked. Uh, You guys have seen the results. This guy's an absolute monster right now. And uh, you know, you like to go back to home cooking, right, Kev? You know, you go back to Iona, you feel it. Hey, I, I feel good on this campus, right, mm-hmm. Dane? You go back to these familiar places, familiar faces, yeah. and that's why he is in this tournament. And also, Bryson right. DeChambeau is no fool. He's like, wow, I don't have to deal with uh, yeah, anybody right now. Well, where's John Ron? Hmm. He's on a yacht with his lady. Where's Dustin Johnson? He's partying <laughs> with his lady, just, just sipping champagne and making more money. This is just another opportunity for a young man to stuff his pocket with more money. This might be the silly, the silly season. But say he wins again. It's uh, another million plus for this guy. Put it in like Mr. Burns. Throw it on the money pile, baby. I will say this. <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau is a scary, scary individual right now. The only thing that will slow him down is probably a, a rattlesnake in the rocks in desert golf or, or if he absolutely gets crazy <laughs> with his driver. I don't know. You need a scorpion, a rattlesnake, or something hiding in the bush to get, knock this guy down this week. But you know what, guys? I think there's a lot of people in contention. And this desert type of golf, it brings a small hitter into play, too. So that's the thing about it. Yeah, sure, you could be a big hitter and overpower it, but guys with precision, too, it's an easier course. It's only 7,200 yards, par 71, right? So the Chez Reeves of the world and guys with accuracy. So I get why Bryson DeChambeau is a super favorite, but you also have to look. This is a tournament where we don't have to knock out some of these 80 to 1 guys, right. 75. You know, what, you know what I'm saying, Dane? It's one of the, like, a lot of guys come into play here. So I'm not just going to anoint him the champion yet, despite him obviously being better than the rest of the field. All right, so let me ask you this, Cam, and I want to tie it back to what is our headline so far here on the early line. I saw yesterday that a golfer we talk about a lot, Tony Finau, withdrew from this tournament because he tested positive for COVID-19, right? And so you talk about the big hitters, maybe this didn't necessarily profile for Fino. We do have Fino. We have to get that point out there that, you know, players are testing positive now. That fall wave is apparently coming. But one thing I know, Cam, you say we don't only have to bet a guy to win. We can bet top five. We can bet top ten. Mm-hmm. You also like to find someone you're fading, someone you like, and see if FanDuel offers that in matchups. I know matchups is a way that you yep. like. Are there any on the board which happens to be the perfect storm for you this week, a guy you don't like happening to be matched up against a guy you like? Because if you tell me yes, I'm ready to click submit, Cam. Yeah, I hope I, I hope we can do this, Dean. I'm going to throw something at you. You're getting a good price on Scotty Scheffler. He's in my six-pack. Uh, it's kind of funny. You tied it into uh, with Tony Finau. Scotty Scheffler had yeah. COVID about three weeks ago. Uh, oh, he wow. played his first tournament last week. He made the cut basically on the number. Didn't play great, but that was his first tournament back, and he was about, at about 50%, and he still got a paycheck. Now he's in a matchup bet against Jason Day. Uh, Jason Day, great golfer, but I don't know this guy. He's always got an ailment. 
He had the vertigo. Mm -hmm. He's got a neck issue. He's got a leg issue. And I'll tell you one thing. If Scotty Scheffler's in this tournament, the COVID-19 has passed him, and he's ready to rock. It's basically a pick him on FanDuel. He's minus 115. I love Scheffler over day. A couple other guys that I would look at, and I don't usually go to this guy, but you know what? Actually, who plays well in desert golf, who has been a big disappointment and would really need a big week to get his name in the headlines for good reasons? Ricky Fowler. I'm not sure about mm. Paul Casey. This will be a smaller play, but Ricky Fowler is basically, he's minus 110 on FanDuel. Paul Casey in the matchup versus Fowler is minus 112. I lean to Fowler in that matchup. Those are two I like, but I really like Scotty Scheffler over Jason Day. Cam, another market we always take a look at is the round one leaderboard. And Ooh, yes. something that really jumps out to me, DeChambeau goes from 8-1 to one to 21-1. to one. Morikawa <laughs> goes from 16 to 37. Now, I know that these numbers always move, but these are monster moves. So either we're getting big value on the two best players in this tournament to be the leader after round one, or, Cam, it goes to your point about being patient on these guys before we tee off that you might see them at a better number because they're not likely to be round one leaders. It's an excellent point. And you look at the, and you know what? You could bet this tournament in the round one lead if you like, because the numbers are absolutely fantastic. And I'll give you guys some guys that play well early in tournaments. Harris English at 42 to one. That is an amazing price for a guy that loves coming out of the gate well. Oh, 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 oh the Wolfman. Matthew Wolf at 37 to one. What are you doing, Wolfie? Yeah, Wolfie at 37 to one. How do you not like that? And I got a couple other guys for you. You got questions. I got answers. Abraham answer at uh, 55 to one. Ooh. He's prepared with my guy, Joaquin Neiman. All bets that I'll be looking at in the first round. You guys hey, said, Cam. Like, how, do you, how do you not sprinkle, Dane? How do you, and Kev, like these numbers are mm-hmm. fantastic, and it makes golf a little bit of fun. And I'm not telling you, hey, like put 50 bucks on these guys. Hey, Cam, box, I got to hold box, you right there. Bucks. We yeah. have more questions, and we'll do it after this break, okay? <laughs> right here on Sportsman. Plenty more to talk about. We'll have you come on back. Stay SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back, everybody, right here on the early line, giving you the edge on Sports Grid. Our good friend Cam Stewart was kind enough to stick with us after the break and spend a couple of more minutes with us. So, Cam, we were talking about this golf tournament, right? You had some yep. plays, the six-pack, the matchups, maybe even top five, top 10, top 20. Give us more of your card for this tournament. Yeah, well, let's look at the top 20s, guys, because only one guy wins the tournament. So if you like Bryson DeChambeau, it's like betting a favorite in a sport minus 180. That's probably going to happen. I would say that's pretty good to happen. But Hmm. guys that I really, really like, if you want a little bit more, we'll start at Scotty Scheffler at plus 175. I think that is an absolute great price. And this is for a top 20. That is amazing. Joaquin Neiman is one of the best golfers people haven't heard about right now at plus 260. That looks very good to me. Abraham Answers, we talked about plus 260. These are amazing 
rising prices and going down the board, guys. Uh, there's a couple of underdogs that I like this week. Aaron Wise at plus 380. Denny McCarthy at plus 380. And maybe we'll go back to our boy. He's getting close. Chris Ventura, golf detective. When are you going to win for me, buddy? You've been on fire. <laughs> top tens and top fives. He's plus 380. But let's, guys, I'll give you a couple of members of the six-pack here. Morikawa, I like at 16. Patrick Cantlay, we talked about form. If you don't like him, Scotty Scheffler at 30. We can pen him in there. Now you're looking for some value. Middies and long shots. Joaquin Neiman at 50 to 1. I sound like a Texas Longhorn team here. Denny McCarthy at 75 to 1. And Maverick <laughs> McNeely at 130 to 1. Two other guys that I really, really like this week. Maverick McNeely and Denny McCarthy, too. It's interesting. A couple of these guys are Vegas residents now. It's a home game for them. So, And those are really nice prices for guys that have mm. uh, played really well the last couple of weeks. I can see, Cam, you like the home game. The last thing I just want to ask you, for someone like <laughs> yes, myself who's more familiar uh, with, the, with the big names, though, I look at the top mm -hmm. 20 board and I look at the top six yep. guys. From Bryson at minus 180, Matt Wolf at plus 155. I've asked you stuff like this before. If I played all six of them, because I feel like there's a, and it might just be a name value, but there feels like <laughs> a, a big gap between those six and the rest of the field. The fact that four of the six are plus money, not a bad price on Webb or DeChambeau, as you said, might I be able to play all six of them and feel like I get five of them to come home for top 20 okay. finishes? I agree with that. DeChambeau, I would say yes. Webb Simpson, who's a perfect uh, game for this course, too. Uh, he hits it straight. He won't be worried about any rough. Yes, minus 135. Morikawa, Vegas resident, plus 105. Yes. Cantley, I worry about. It's his form, but he has a great track record here, plus 115. Matsuyama, kind of question that, but at plus 130, yes. And the Wolfman, mm -hmm. oh, plus 155. I even think Harris English, that's right. It's top 20 bet, too, guys. And remember, if it does tie, if you get that, like, T18, T19, mm -hmm. you're there. Right. So hopefully these guys all fall on the same number. But I agree, Kev. I think uh, almost all of those guys will finish top 20. Nice. All right. Thanks there, Cam. We got all your thoughts there for the golf tournament. I do want to ask you, you come on with us Sunday mornings on Pro Football Today. Yep. We know you are plugged into the NFL, and I want to get your reaction to the breaking news that we have this morning. In hour number one, we reported that Patriots cornerback Stephon Gilmore has tested positive. We also are hearing from Diana Rossini that two more members of the Tennessee Titans have tested positive. We are also hearing that a player on the loss Vegas Raiders has tested positive and now the ripple effect you know Cam for me when it was just that Tennessee Pittsburgh game right they were able to kind of move the puzzle pieces around yep. to fit it into the buys we are now very quickly coming to the precipice of when that option is no longer there the buys are going to evaporate we've talked about things like a week 18 potentially we've talked yep. about things like the st louis cardinals not playing the full 60 in baseball and having to play uh with winning percentage deciding a playoff spot and let me throw this as well the tennessee titans buffalo bills game has been taken off the board at FanDuel. the new england patriots versus denver broncos has been taken off the board at FanDuel, obviously throwing these games up in the air. I think we got to worry about the Kansas City Chiefs who just played Stephon Gilmore 36 hours ago. And I'll ask you one other piece of this, Cam. That game was supposed to be Sunday, was moved to Monday, right? 
The yes. Titans are supposed to play the Bills this week on Sunday. But guess what? In week six, the Bills are scheduled to play Thursday night. So to me, that makes pushing this Titans-Bills game to a Monday or a Tuesday null and void. You don't have that option anymore because the Bills are scheduled to play the following week on Thursday. The walls are starting to close in on the flexibility the NFL has as it relates to COVID-19. You're absolutely correct, and I, I now now the, the extended week it's going to have to happen. Uh, you could you you might even have to talk about longer than that. We got to get these things in. And I'll tell you guys something, man. This is this is serious stuff. It started off and look at Tennessee. Yesterday when I was doing the the updates on Pharrell's show, these guys were going to open up their facility. Things look great. Two straight days of non mm-hmm. no positive results, and then boom, one apple. It's a big problem. And you talk about this. What about New England? Cam Newton talked about it too. He had, he got it on October second. You need two test negatively in a 24-hour back-to-back span. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. What day are we talking about, guys? It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Wednesday. Friday, games on Sunday. These games are, like, I hate to say it, but these games are not going to be played. You need you need to get 48 hours of, of negative results just, you know, just to get by. What about all the other logistics and everything else that is going on? Guys, the season is going to have to be extended. We all know that. And, man, I, don't, I know the NFL came out with these protocols. Dane, you brought up a good point when we were off air. I don't know how these things happen. Let's not assume it. A lot of these guys have got kids. You, know, you can't give your kid a hug? We don't know who the kids right. are exposed to. This is a real problem here. And it comes down to opening up schools is just stupid. It's just dumb. Do your mm. courses in college online. Your kids can stay at home. Hey, we have Zoom meetings every Monday. Figure it out. You can still learn your math, do all your stuff there. I know it sucks without the human content, but we got to get through this stuff. We got to get a vaccine. Then we can start having human contact and getting life back again. But as for the NFL, guys, this is a grim picture, and I hate to say it, man, we're playing with fire right here because any more dominoes, this thing could really fall apart. You're absolutely correct, Dave. It is very interesting when you look at the teams impacted right now, right? So mm-hmm. the Pats just played the Chiefs, who yep. were supposed to play the Raiders. Who have a right, who just, played the, who just played the Bills. <laughs> who were supposed to exactly. play the Titans. About to play the Titans. And it's, yeah. So it's this weird thing where it like almost works for the NFL, oddly, but they're all contenders the in the AFC too. They are. Oh, obviously. But look, at the end of the day, the the Jags yeah. and the Giants should be treated with the same level of care. Like we shouldn't be yep. worried about sure. any of that. No, my no, my no. thing is like, might they need to just hit pause? We just played four weeks. Four weeks. Everybody's played four games except for two teams. We we have an easy easy fix on Titan Steelers that we already implemented. And maybe, Cam, obviously it's not what you and I want, but at the end of the day, I'll take a two- to three-week pause if it means we're going to be able to fulfill 16 and not every other week have to hit a a pause on six teams here and six teams there. You might actually, and we can go a little bit, Kev, we don't have to go maybe three weeks, but one week. So think about yeah. this, right? So it takes a couple days. You need the negative tests and, and other things. But a one-week pause might be good. Look what's happening in college football, guys. The yeah. Houston Cougars, due to COVID-19, have not played one game yet. They've had yeah, four crazy. games. It's like, can you believe these guys? They got a game against Tulane uh, this week. I'm just waiting for, like, what's going to happen with the Cougars? They haven't even played. But you know what? Commissioner Walsh, you bring up a lot of good points. Your new eyewear, you're looking sharp. Your brain sharp today. You had your Wheaties. And I will say this. Yeah, like I, I know it sucks for everybody, and the networks are sitting there 
guys, money, money. That's right. We can't, That's take, right. We can't take time off. So the problem with the world is money trumps, uh, you know, health. It yeah. seems to be right now. Pardon the pun, but that's the that's the way things are right now. It's all about money. The networks want these guys to play. They have TV deals in place, and they'll do everything they can to play. But I have and no problem with that, Kev. We can't make it worse, Dane. We can't make it worse mm-hmm. than it is now. I hear you. We are, tr- we are on a high-wire act. If anything else happens, there's no other equation. They're going to shut it down. Listen, and without getting into like personal feelings and all that yeah. stuff, right? I did feel a little icky about this. It kind of felt like the NFL was like trying to ramrod it through, right? And be like, nah, we're going to play. Yep. It'll be okay. If nothing else, a lesson learned could be two days of positive tests or of negative tests is nice, is a good mm. sign, but is not definitive, right? So maybe what they have to do is change that protocol, right, and give it a longer window before a team gets an all guys Kevin mentions it also, the idea yep. of like, hey, how about we all just quarantine here for 10 days and get something of a fresh slate could be an option, but you mentioned it also, Kev, I mean, um, Cam, the idea that we can't necessarily connect these dots among football players, right? No, they we can't. could have gotten it in a number of other ways. People who are, are following protocols are trying to be safe. Yep. Still, unfortunately, do get infected with this disease. The pandemic is real, in but my Dane, personal opinion. But let me, what did we Kim, learn? let me ask you about what are we Sorry, I, got, I just got a one, one quick thing to say. What do we go learn ahead, about hockey? And ba- what do we learn about hockey and basketball? There were no COVID p- cases in hockey. They played it's in a bubble. damn bubble in Toronto and Edmonton, and they and look at the basketball. Right, it got through. College football right now. having positives. Baseball had the, having positives. Yes. Yeah, they had the opportunity to put this into a bubble, and they got cocky. That's that's my all I'm going to say about the issue. It's ridiculous. I hear anyway. you. I hear you. And there's the bubble and the non-bubble. Let me ask you this about. Let me ask you about competitive balance. Because yeah. the Patriots are going to be without an all-pro cornerback and their starting cornerback. The Titans will be without, if they play again, who knows the long-term effects for a dozen or so players on the Titans, right? The idea of just, even on a smaller level, the Pittsburgh Steelers getting a week four by when they were expecting it to be week eight, and they got a mm-hmm. running back that's made of glass and James Conner, right? What about yep. some of the competitive balance aspects of this? Because we have now literally four or five AFC contenders that are thrown into a tizzy here. Yep, excellent point. And look at the running backs, Chubb, Eckler, everything else. It's a war of attrition. Basically, if we're going to yeah. play, guys, the, the most health, the healthiest team, guys who can field the team are going to win the Super Bowl when everything's said and done. That's the bottom line is who doesn't have COVID, who's healthy, who doesn't get hurt, and that's the way it's going to be. It's been like that way in sports, but the NFL, we've seen Dr. Chow, the soft tissue issues. All we do, we're talking about all the guys that are banged up right now, and then we have COVID-19. It's been a crazy year. It's getting crazier, guys, and that's the thing, right? Are they, are they going to pause the season? Oh, we're going to wait for these stars to get healthy. No, the show must go on. There's money at stake, right, mm-hmm. guys? It's all about the bottom line. So, yeah. Kevin, I agree with your idea. Even on the TV for a show. week, put a pause on, and let's figure this thing out because we got to get serious. It can't get worse. And I'll just, you know, and I'll just say, and it doesn't have to be a question. It's just the the value in the pause, right? Because the NFC might be like, ah, we're fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what does it matter if we end up needing week eighteen and week nineteen? And the NFC sitting around like, cool, so when do we play the playoffs? There's no value in that. Everything gets thrown off. So that's why this all needs to be visited right now. And I'm not sitting here telling you that this is there's easy answers to this. Because well died, yeah. that's why like, not- I don't understand how the Vikings have no positive tests. And then you look at some of these other things, right? Excellent I don't point. Understand <laughs> that, how they AJ got lucky. Terrell, 
Like, I don't understand <laughs> Maybe how they got Terrell pops up positive, right? And then the Falcons yep. and the Bears play, and they're fine, completely fine. So I'm yep. not telling you that this is easy, but there has to be a lot of questions asked from now. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know until when, because we got decisions to make here. Like, there's a game right. tomorrow. Tomorrow. Week five starts yeah, we got tomorrow. The, we got the Bears and Bucks tomorrow. Exactly, Kev. Like, hey, I don't want to be that guy, but. Put in your golf picks this week, guys. Like, you know, I don't want to go yeah, right? back to the old days. Hey, Cam, how are things going? Hey, guys, I got a 26 pack. I got some matchup bets. We're betting Nashville in MLS soccer today. Hey, Can't wait. Can't we got wait a UFC card on, on Saturday. We'll be all yeah. right. You know, we got U- NBA UFC, Finals game yeah, five UFC, happening. MLS <laughs> golf and horse racing. Has the that, KBO crowned their champion just yet? That's what I want to know, right? Good question. Listen, this is clearly going to be a topic, but what I can say is that Titans Bills not on the board anymore, right? Pats Broncos not on the board anymore. Keep watching this. The story is going to move. That's why we give you the edge on Sports Grid. Thanks, Cam, for joining us as well. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Cam. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back, everybody, right here on SportsGrid. As always, we thank our guy Cam Stewart. We thank Rick from Golf Betting on Demand. We're interested in Bryson DeChambeau. But the headline again this morning, as we have said, multiple reporters that we know, believe, and trust are reporting the following. Patriots cornerback Stephon Gilmore tested positive for COVID. Two new positives for the Tennessee Titans this morning. A player on the Las Vegas Raiders has tested positive. We are wondering, especially about Gilmore, because he played two days ago. And I've told you, two of the games in the NFL have been taken off the board for week five. The best way I could describe it, Kev, is the wiggle room has evaporated. So now the NFL have some decisions on the horizon about their protocol to clear and what they're going to do with the schedule because in the next, in the original 17 weeks, all 32 teams are not going to play 16 games. So one of the things you brought up was competitive balance, right? There's like a hundred things to tackle here, but I'm just going to bring this up. Okay. You right. I've been scrolling on Twitter to get more updates. You've been locked in. One of the things that you're going to see is that people keep tweeting out a photo of Stefan Gilmore post-game dapping up Pat Mahomes. Now, there's a lot of people who are like, I can't believe that they actually are still letting hugs and, and daps take place after games. Jersey exchanges, by the they, way, they right. put the kibosh on. Like, like, obviously, though, they shouldn't be interacting after games. It is what it is, right? There's a lot of people like, oh, my gosh, what happens to Mahomes? Now, there's a whole thing here about his his fiance is pregnant, like all of that awfulness. What? Ha- but here's here's another thing that happens, right? If, please don't let it happen, if Mahomes does test positive, right, and then they cancel Chiefs Raiders, if you're the Patriots, how do you not say, why the hell did we have to play without our quarterback against the Kansas City Chiefs? And, again, I hate all of these conversations. I don't feel comfortable with almost 100% of what we're even having to go through here because this is a legitimate disease. But, like, you know what? It's a fair complaint. Oh, it 
absolutely is. And that's my thing here is what are the protocols in place? Not only for teams to stay healthy and be safe, but once there was a positive like 48 hours, what does the NFL have to do to really yeah. clear someone to make sure it stays like an AJ Terrell one player instead of an outbreak, right? And 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 I don't think a you know a practice squad D lineman and Patrick Mahomes should all be treated the same. What I will say is we will be treated well, should all be treated this with a lot of care all week. Morning after is up next. We'll talk about it more tomorrow, guys. Have a good day. This party's gonna move all day. We'll talk about it tomorrow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.